You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G network. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer. And some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French Vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. When I say have your journals and your pens, <laughs> write this down. Even if you need to keep listening to this 5, 10, 20 times, these triangles changed everything for me. Everything. This is the Nikki and Bree Show. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Nikki and Bree Show. We are so excited because we are going to be continuing on with Fill the Shift with our life coach, Carrie Rose. So today, Carrie is going to be giving you the tools of the stuff we were talking about on the last episode. So right now, grab your journals, paper, whatever it is, because you're going to want to write down what we're going to be talking about today. Carrie, thank you so much for coming back. (laughs) Yes, thank you, ladies. 
It was so fun last week and I'm really looking forward to today because we're going to be going into deep into a big theme that uh, was one of the biggest tools and processes probably that we went through in the beginning of our work together. So I'm really excited to share what that process and framework is so that people can help get themselves out of the victim consciousness, that victim mindset. So looking forward to going into that today and telling a little bit more about your story of that as well. I agree. And yeah, I have to say, you know, I was so interested how people would take last week's episode because, you know, I, you never know what people feel when they hear this type of work and they see it. But there was so much positive feedback on social media with phone calls flowing into our hotline that it really made me happy that one, people took a lot away and they're going to take so much more today away. But um, two, that they just really loved like, you know, our process and what we've been through. Yeah. Yeah. It is so important, I think, for people to hear your journeys, like all of our journeys, right? To share. That's what this is all about. The more that we share, the more we can grow together. And I had a lot of people comment as well and, and talk to me about how, wow, it's so amazing to hear that they have gone through so many of the same things that I've gone through, maybe on a, in a different way, on a different level, right? But it's the right. same themes that we all go through. So this is so important. And I think what we're getting into today is a big one for a lot of us. Yeah, I definitely agree. And you start to realize why, especially this month, is so important. Like, we need to make more awareness around mental health. And seeing the outpouring love in the comments after last week's episode, it just made me realize that everyone needs something in this world. They need that life coaching, that therapy, the affirmations, and the feeling of not being alone and yes. being okay to be vulnerable. But it was like the most that I saw people reach out which showed me what a need there is for it in the world. Yes. Right. Yes. And I feel like countless times I've talked to people, even my friends will sit, have lunch, and it's almost like they'll tell me they went through this period of time in their life that they were just either really depressed or didn't know they got themselves in a hole, didn't know how to get out or a funk. And I was always like, really? Because I never noticed it with you. And right. people are so good at right. hiding what they're right. feeling inside. Right. And we're in this age of social media where a lot, a lot of what we're seeing is just the perfect life, the perfect picture, you know, what, what looks to be everything's perfect and happy and joyful all the time and beautiful all the time. Right. And there's this reality that we all go through hard things and we do need to be talking about it more. And I think people are, but it's more important than ever right now to be right. talking about it, to be sharing our stories to be sharing that vulnerability and that it encourages other people to do the same. And also to, you know, feel like I'm not alone. Cause that is like you said, that feeling of being alone is so common. And one of the, I guess, you know, I think one of the biggest themes and things that I hear when people come to me in a depression or in a really difficult time, or, you know, even worse feeling like they don't want to go on. It's right. that feeling of right. alone, of loneliness, of alone. And the truth is, you're not. We just need more of this connection and, and bringing it to the surface. So, Amen, yeah. Carrie. Amen. Yeah. Well, I mean, last week even helped me going into the shoot. Yes, I know. After I wanted to ask you about that. Yes. It was crazy because already having 
a really hard time like going into it mentally and just how I was gonna feel um Mateo got really sick that night and so I was like two hours into my sleep when he started crying and I had to be with him and then I got about two hours towards like the morning time so I got four hours total going into this and I just remember at one point I was crying like this is not how we're supposed to be I just needed the eight hours and the cold plunge and everything you had said really just set in and even being so tired I mean Brie knew at the I walked in her house I was full of life and a lot of energy and I was positive and I felt good and everything I did and there was like not one negative feeling the one that I'm worthy and when you were talking about all that last week like really hit me hard and just thinking of like each body part that I might not love as much as I should and appreciating that it was crazy how much that shifted my energy when I really had deep appreciation for those different body parts and you gave me this this like freedom like I I walked in and it was like I mean I should have been in like my American um, woman jacket or whatever well it was crazy because when I text you I'm like how did you sleep last night and you're like oh I had an awful night I was like oh no I know how today's gonna go for her but it was weird because we glammed at my house and she walked in and I'm like, whoa, Nicole's really happy. And like, just you you could feel how light you felt. And I was like, yeah. and it is crazy because I mean, we were all listening to our music, getting our glam on, but it was amazing her bringing that energy into the room too, how it amps everyone else up and yes. everyone's feeling good. And we're all yes. like excited and happy yes. to, you know, do this shoot. Yes. And I, right. I want to just point out. I mean, I love, I love that, you know, we went through that process the day before and I helped facilitate this. However, you, when you say you gave me the freedom, you gave me that freedom, you gave yourself that freedom. That was all you taking away the tools and what, what we talked about and internalizing it and moving through it on your own that night, the next morning after going through a rough night, it could, you could have spiraled into even a, a worse mindset, right? And you went the other way. And we're going to be going into that today. Like, right. how do we shift these, this perspective? How do we shift our mindset so that we are in that positivity? And you did that. You did that on your own. And I have to say, too, it was really n- neat because she wore a lot of my clothes that day. My workout <laughs> stuff. Thank goodness I had for her. I was like, I was so happy after all the, like, that Brie finally went shopping because after all the years of her going into oh, my closet huh? before big events. <laughs> She was the more prepared one. I, I was. was like, good. This is like karma on my side. It is. <laughs> but you looked so good. I was like, please look in the mirror because look how good you look. And I just, I hope everyone, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, um, you go back and listen because we're hard on ourselves and our bodies. And last week's episode, you heard Nicole go through that. She was having a really hard time. And, you know, I think as it's so true, Carrie, us talking about it and working on that the day before it happened, Nicole went into that so great which is going to shine through the pictures and I feel like I'm going to have to remember that every time I get into a suit a sundress all that feeling instead of looking at myself in the mirror and just tearing myself apart I'm going to look and say I am worthy and 
pinpoint the places and yes. give it positivity. Yes. And share, you know, I love right. this saying, and a lot of us have heard this now that we aren't human beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. These souls in these bodies are here to like learn and share and go through what we need to go through for our own growth. And so it's just so beautiful to hear you share. Oh, I love that. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I am totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe. Bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be it bold swimwear or graphic beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm -hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. 
Yeah. Well, I say we get into, I'm sure everyone is so excited because we kept teasing it last week, <laughs> but we get into the tools we were talking, and I, especially the major one that helped transform myself and Nicole, yeah. getting out of victim consciousness or victim mindset. So I say we dive in. So everyone get your pens ready. Get ready. And let's do a quick grounding before we dive okay. in. So we'll just take a few minutes here to close your eyes and take some deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth. And you ladies know the drill. And I'm going to just tell people at home when you are exhaling, whatever you need to do on the exhale. So blowing out through your mouth sometimes is a really beautiful release. You can even sigh. So... Ah, just letting some energy release as you come into presence with what is here and now. Just noticing what is present in your body in this moment. Noticing if there are any areas of tension or tightness or even that feeling or sensation of bracing yourself. Just bringing your breath into those areas and letting go on the exhale. And now with the next breath, just imagining breathing light energy right into your heart space, opening up your heart. And feeling your entire body just opening, letting your shoulders relax, your neck, your jaw. And now we're just opening up our energy to that guidance, that inspiration, that intuition that is always available to us. Asking that we be conduits for whatever information wants to come through today. Just opening up your energy, opening up your hearts, opening up your minds to receive whatever message is here for you today. And then taking a few more deep breaths here in through the nose, out through the mouth. Slowly, gently, starting to move a little bit. And as you begin to open your eyes, just let your eyes fall upon something other than the screen or the phone. Just first looking around the room, grounding yourself in the space you're in. And then slowly, gently coming back in. And noticing in this moment how you feel if you already feel a shift in your oh, system yeah i feel like really not like calm relaxed like just like mm. in a zen place yeah like good feeling yeah zen yeah and so i want to just stress the importance of these small moments that we take for ourselves that that is something you can do completely on your own at any time of the day 
and you can completely shift your energy. So it can be guided and also the more we can learn to do it on our own, that really becomes when we open up more and more space to hear ourselves and hear our intuition. So that becomes, you know, our meditation and we can extend that into a full meditation practice. So we'll be getting more into that. Yeah. But today we're going to be talking about getting out of victim. And I want to make sure that I preface this with sometimes we actually are a victim to something, right? Sometimes things happen, trauma happens, death happens too. You know, we're not discounting any of this and those things are not your fault or in your control, right? Trauma is something we need to move through, we need to process, never bypass, right? And so I really wanna preface that with this is not what, we're not talking about you have been victim to something that's very present in your life right now, What we're talking about in this is when we get stuck in the victim mindset and victim consciousness. And so we're going to be diving into that today. And so that is when we are just moving through life as a victim. And I think it'd be really great actually to start with Brie, even when you first came to me um, and we were just first starting this work together what was happening for you and then we'll kind of use that as a thread as we go through this process what i was going through is i i go back and i look at it now and i i see it and i say this now not knowing when i was in it you know right but um i was definitely going where i felt like i was the black sheep pinpointed by every single person like the only person who felt this at work but that it was like, everyone was against me. Poor me. I didn't do anything wrong. I made a human mistake. Accidents happened, but everyone was against me. I mean, I actually kind of, in my mind, felt the world was. Like, not just my, you know, coworkers, not just the higher-ups, not to even the fans, to everyone. I felt the world was against me. So I very much felt like a victim. I felt like it wasn't fair. So when I look back, I just let all those emotions come in and I felt so bad for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, poor me. Yes. Poor me. (laughs) Yes. And there were these themes, right, that that happened also with Nicole with, with work and with feeling victimized or feeling like poor me I can never get a break I can never get ahead they are doing this to me they're keeping me suppressed they're keeping me down whatever those thought processes were right so what I want you guys in the audience to start with if you have a pen and you can draw this or visualize this what I want you to draw or visualize is a triangle pointing down so the there's a point goes down of the triangle and that bottom point of the triangle is you label that victim. And this triangle is what's called the dreaded drama dynamic. And this is, I want to give credit to Stephen Cartman, Dr. Stephen Cartman, who came up with this whole dynamic, the drama dynamic. And he, and so that bottom 
that bottom point is victim. And this is what you're talking about, Brie. This is the poor me. There's nothing I can do about my situation. I have no control over what's happening to me. And you may hear others uh, or yourself, if you're in this in this mindset, complaining a lot, you know, venting a lot, saying nothing yeah. can be done, repeating the same behaviors and never actually changing. It just becomes their narrative and the way they frame their story and sometimes their life. And yeah, and so then if we look at that top left corner of that triangle, that top left point of that triangle, we label that the persecutor. This is the person or situation or job that you feel is controlling you, hurting you. And, and sometimes they might be. I'm not saying this might not be true, but this is when we're right. in victim mindset. They are to blame for everything. And poor me. And so this can be whether you're in a relationship with someone or, like I said, a company, a job, right? And then we move into the other points so on the top right point. We label that the rescuer. So the rescuer is that person we go to, that thing we go to, to rescue us. So as a victim, we're looking to be saved. We're looking for something outside of us to save us, to fix us, right? And so, you know, that person we're complaining to many times in this dynamic, we will have rescuers or also they can be called enablers in our life that will say, let me help you. Let me save you. I've got you. Don't worry all. We've probably all played rescuer quite a bit in our lives and we want to help people because we want to help people, but there is actually a payoff for us of we get to be the hero. We get to be that person that saves the day. We get a payoff for, and we also don't realize this, but we're keeping whoever it is that we're saving in the victim role because we're not, we're not saying to them, you can help yourself. We're saying to them all, I'll help you. I got you. Right. Right. Yeah. And what is so fascinating about this dynamic is that we just keep switching roles with each other. And so even talking about that rescuer of I've got you, I've got, you know, do this, do that. I realized I was in this with a family member once where they were going through the same thing in their relationship over and over. And every time they would come to me and vent, I'd be like, oh my gosh, you poor thing. And yes, he's so terrible. And here's what you've got to do. You've got to say this and do this. And we've got you, we've got this. And then it would just repeat and repeat and repeat, right? A couple months later, same story, same thing. And I finally woke up. This is after doing this work for a long time. I woke up to the fact that, whoa, because I've been in this dynamic with this family member my whole life, I didn't realize I was in it. But what would happen is I would say the same thing over and over and nothing would change. And then I would get really angry at them. I would start to get resentful, like, gosh, how many times are we going to go through this? And I'd start to, and then when you look at it that way, then I became the persecutor. She became the victim, right? And we started to switch roles. And then I became the victim because, oh, she's always complaining, always talking about the same thing over and over and over. Right. So then we just keep switching roles. Have you guys seen that in your lives? Oh, yeah. I, I've seen it in personal and business, like yeah. so many different places in my life. Sometimes, Brie, that's even you and oh, I, right? Sure. Like, <laughs> like we are that triangle, oh, just shifting position. I've been a victim. You've been a prosecutor. Then, yes, yes. rescuer. We've been all of them to each other. 
we have many times yes yes, right and you just keep switching yeah and it's like yeah yeah we get pushed so far and then you respond or you might not respond you react in this big way and then you're the persecutor and the victim right you just keep switching roles and it's really easy to get stuck in this dynamic and so it's so important that we shift out of this and into something new and so that's what i wanted talk about today is how do we get out of it and a new framework where we can just look at everything differently. And I first heard about this from a book called The Power of TED. T-E-D stands for The Empowerment Dynamic by David Emerald. And so, and I, and I've just layered in a lot of tools into it. And so let's get into the empowerment dynamic. So this is where we shift out of the dreaded drama triangle, the dreaded drama dynamic. So we are now going to imagine or draw a triangle pointing up. At that top point of the triangle, this is where we go into what's the opposite of victim? And I'm survivor. Yeah. So see, I love that. I love that. And Brie, you, you even know this work and you're right. And that's the first thing that comes like, yeah. So survivor. Yes, absolutely. A lot of people say hero is the opposite, but that's still rescuer, right? So it's really easy. Like our consciousness stays in, in that mode a lot. Actually, it's even more powerful than that. So the opposite of victim in this framework is creator. Creator, that's right. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, that's amazing. And, and think about it at our essence, at our core, we are all creators. It's 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 born into us as human beings. It's that urge to create, to come, to come out and express ourselves, express our truth, express our light, to no longer be in hiding, right? So we are moving into that creator triangle, that creator dynamic here. And I love this quote by Anais Nin that says, and the day came when the risk to remain tight in the bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. Ooh. And I feel like that's what we're, that's what we're talking about here. It's time to come out of hiding, to come out of that victim consciousness, that mindset that I can't, there's nothing I can do right? There's nothing I can do about my situation and come into, I am whole. I am complete. I'm a creator. I am enough at my core. I am responsible for choosing how I respond to life. Yeah. Right. And I am responsible for choosing what is in alignment with me and what is not. And, you know, we've been through this many times on our path together. What is in alignment with me? Where am I enabling process that's keeping me at at a level that isn't going to actually take me to my next step in life or my next level right yeah and so now when we go into that that bottom left point of this empowerment dynamic the creator triangle we are moving now out of viewing and actually having persecutors in our lives. And that actually turns into a challenger or 
your greatest teacher. Love that. Right? Your yeah. Your greatest teacher. I love hearing it all over again. It's... <laughs> I know. We started yeah. this work uh-huh. so long ago. So, and I do, I feel like because we've done it so much, it's like, I, I do think about it, but just hearing it right now again, I keep getting goosebumps. Our challenger, our teacher, our greatest teacher sometimes. And I'd love to call this our opportunity for growth. And so when you start thinking about it with this new perspective, this new orientation to life, things that happen, they are still going to happen. We're still going to have struggles. We're still going to have setbacks. We're still going to have things that come up in our life that are not good, right? That doesn't change, but how we respond to them and how we relate to them and how we move through them changes. So now we're no longer looking at it as someone who's or something that's persecuting us. They become growth opportunities. What is this teaching me? Because the truth is we are here, we're in earth school. <laughs> Everything <Yeah. laughs> that comes our way is like a lesson and for us to get to graduate to the next level. So everything that's happening, why is this showing up for me, right? What is, right. What is the lesson in this? What's my growth in this? What's my transformation in this? And that doesn't mean that we wanna keep those people or those things always in our lives that are true persecutors, but we're framing it completely differently as we're moving through it. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. So true. Yes. And so now we go into if we're now the creator, we're not looking to be rescued anymore. So we're not looking for someone to rescue us. We're not looking for that rescuer in our life. And so the alternative for rescuer, actually in the book, he says coach, which I love because I'm a coach. (laughs) So I love that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, let's go for that. But that makes sense, right? A coach or your support system or a mentor, right? And so instead of saying, how can I be saved? It's how can I be supported? It's very different, right? That's a very different different. feeling. How does that feel in your body? Just saying that. I mean, it feels empowering, right? Yeah. It makes me feel stronger than weaker, Mm -hmm. which is like when I feel like I need someone to save me, I feel weak. Right. But then when I need someone to support me. I feel strong. Yes. Yes. Warning. Things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut and (laughs) in our eyes. Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. Ooh, that is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. And it takes you out from... Those times when you're feeling the victim, um, you're now, you can tend to feel alone, 
But when you hear that, like you feel like not only are you stronger, but you're not alone. Yes. Like I have this support group. I have this system in place that I know no matter what, I'm going to be okay. And if not, it, you know, and the best thing is I'm going to come out of it even better. Yes. Instead of right. when you're in that victim space, it's like, I'm alone. I'm the only one going through this. No one understands me. That was like, wow. Yeah. And I've seen you, you ladies do this with each other. I've seen you ladies move into the role of supporting each other rather than saving or enabling, right? Or right. just agreeing with, yeah, I know it's so awful. They're so bad, like actually shifting it and going, well, how can I support you to create what you want out of this? And that's what it sounds like when we move also, because a lot of us as women are rescuers. And when we move out of how can I save her? How can I help her? How can I fix her to how can I support you? Then we're viewing that other person as a creator. And that is so yeah. important. And yeah. this is so huge for us all to be looking at everyone as a creator. And uh, women, agree. men, all of us to be, you are powerful. <laughs> And I know you can move through this. How can I support you with that? That's such a different way of coming to someone. Oh my gosh, it is. It's, it kind of feels like the people that come to you are almost like your kids in a way. You know, you have to give that tough mm -hmm. love. It's like you just want to make everything better for them. But you have those months where like you go in their toddler, like, no, I need to help them be strong and be on their own. It's like I never realized that, oh, maybe I need to at times be like that with my friends, like give them that tough love so they can get up on their own two feet yes. and do what they need to do to become a strong, you know, better person. But just, right. yeah, when I, give them that. I think so. We're trained and I don't know where we all learn it from these bad habits, but I feel like you almost feel like a bad friend if you're supporting instead of trying to fix. Like you feel like being a good friend means I'm going to fix it for you or being a good sister mm -hmm. or a wife means I'm going to fix it or a good mother. Um, when really it's not, it's your, it's so true. It's being supportive is actually the good habit and what we should be doing. And I don't know why as a human, when you first think about that, you're like, no, 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 wait, it's, for me to be great. I need to be fixing it. Yes. But you know, but there's a payoff in that. And I want everyone to think about this when, if you are in that rescuer mode, there's a payoff in that. What is the payoff if we are always fixing and being the savior like being like getting the glory for yeah I'm like getting the glory from it there's also you don't have to look at your own problems sometimes That's right actually there's very a lot true. <laughs> there's uh -huh. a lot of like I'm so and then you become the victim I'm so busy helping everyone else I don't have any time for myself yeah, so the martyr right right yeah yeah there's a lot of payoffs for being the one who saves the day or being the one who is always, you know, saving people right. versus there's a big difference in supporting you are capable and strong. And, you know, Carrie, when, cause we've been talking about like the one situation with me and when you had me draw out these triangles and when I started to see it and when I realized, whoa, I'm the creator, it all of a sudden became so clear to me that my challenger gave me the fire inside to keep going. Yes. So that person who I, who made me feel like a victim instead, I was like, no, actually you're my challenger and you make put the fire inside of me to keep wanting to break more barriers, to keep going, to keep being great. 
And it was so interesting how drawing triangles and seeing these (laughs) words shifted how I looked at not only the situation I was in, feeling bad for myself and being so depressed, it took it all away. And I was like, wait a second. This yes. is actually not a negative. This is a positive. Yes. And one, everyone's talking about me and all this because of all the stuff I am doing and what my name is. And it was so weird, these triangles. And that's why everyone listening right now, when I say have your journals and your pens, <laughs> write this down. Even if you need to keep listening to this five, 10, 20 times, these triangles changed everything for me mm. in my oh, in yeah. personal and business in my entertainment career, like everything. And it was crazy how then I started to look at life and I looked at everything. And I see a lot of people write about on social media, their families, like a lot of family issues, even this triangle with my family. Oh yeah. Like it has changed my life. It is crazy when you get into that creator mindset, how life changing it is and how much lighter you are. Because even, you know, my situation when I would come to carry. And certain things that I would vent to carry constantly about, (laughs) I didn't realize that I was being a victim. And I was, I was being all these different things on the triangle, rescuer and victim was the main. And I didn't realize that because I was in the poor me, but like I'm delivering and I'm I'm doing all these great things. But in my mindset, I was like, and they're just bringing me down. They're not, you know, and I, when you made me realize what I was being and to get to that creator spot. And it was crazy because the minute I used these tools and I had the creator mindset, I stepped out and I looked at everything so differently. Okay. I'm given this ramp to walk down once or twice a week on live TV. I'm given these incredible opponents. I have this incredible platform. I have this reality show. And instead of having people hold me down in my mind, I'm now going to create and use this to break barriers, to empower women even more. It, it, like Bree said, it gave me this fire, but it was crazy when I looked at it different. I walked into work different. I felt like I walked in and people were like, whoa, what's, yeah. she's a force to be reckoned with. Like yes. everything changed about me and more success came, more positivity, more empowerment, more inspiration, more motivation, and just how I felt as a person. But it, it, it was life changing. And the work was the same. I still walked into the same building. Yes. I still was surrounded by the same stuff. And the people were still so the same different. too. It's not like the people changed. And the people were still the same. <laughs> yes. But I'm like, how is this, this so is different? So, this is like, yes. it is so important that you're saying that because I think we may have mentioned this on the last episode too, but nothing had to change around you. Nothing had to change around you in order for you to feel this huge shift. And in order for you to come into your strength and your power and your peace and your full capability and potential, nothing had to change. So true. Ironically, what happens is when we start moving through life this way, things do start to naturally change. What's not for you will fall away. What is in alignment with you or what is for you will come in. And we're in, and this is where we start to get into manifestation, right? Because we're in a new vibration. We're in this expanded perspective of life. It up levels our frequency. And then we start attracting that. The victim triangle, the drama dynamic is also called 
life is happening to me. It's the to me consciousness, right? Everything's happening to me. And when we move into the empowerment dynamic, into the creator triangle, that is life is happening by me and for me. And so these are two levels of consciousness that we are moving from and into. And by the way, we do keep finding little things, subtle ways that we get stuck in it still, always, right? And and that's okay. It's just, we now are coming from it from this expanded perspective and we can catch it sooner and move out of it quicker. Yeah. Well, it's funny, Carrie, because when Brie and I are on our power walks and like, we'll we'll think this is a business meeting and then we realize, no, this is totally a venting (laughs) session and we'll just be like going off. And then we're like, wait, no, we don't want that energy here. And now we'll like stop ourselves, but we'll get a good like 30, 45 minutes of venting in. No, not that much. And then we're like, wait, well, maybe not that much, but um, that was exaggerated. But we now stop ourselves. And we're like, oh my gosh, we're bringing this energy here. Like, why are we doing this? It's, you can't do that. But you do you'll still vent but the best thing is is now that you're aware of it it's like you can stop yourself and be like okay what yes what am i doing and yes like, and this is you know. so big because i like to call it reframe and rephrase so Ooh, what you guys yeah. are doing on your walks is that so that moment you catch yourself the awareness guys always awareness is the first step to everything we do is becoming aware of what we're doing, why we're doing it, what's happening, right? So that awareness and then reframing it. So like you said, Nicole, like, okay, we're going to reframe this. We're now the creators and rephrase. So what are some, like you start sounding different. Your language sounds different. Our words are so important. What we say is so important. And so we move from, you know, I have to do this to, I love the replacement with, for that of, I get to do this or I want to do this, right? And also moving from, like as women, the shoulds, we have to stop shoulding all over ourselves, right? Like I should have done this, I should do this, he should have done, right, whatever that is, and moving into, so if it's, I should have done, I should have spent more time with my kids, shifting that to, I intend to spend more time with my kids. I'm going to spend more time with my kids. Just shifting that language is going from guilt, which gets us nowhere, into empowerment. This is what I am shifting because I didn't like how that felt. Right. And yeah. And so we go and also I can't, right. I always love to replace. (laughs) I can't right. With, with, I am learning. And I, we just had this with my son in a parent teacher conference where he was like, I'm bad at math. I'm bad at math. And it's so, so sad to see a little, you know, seven-year-old saying, I'm bad at math. And it's just, and so it is, right? If what, whatever we say, and so it is, becomes our reality. So when we, you know, there's a quote by Richard Bach that's, argue for your limitations and sure enough, they're yours. That's, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So my son saying, you know, I'm bad at math, I'm bad at math. We sat there with him, his teachers and his dad and I sat there with him and we shifted that to, I'm learning to become better and better at math. And you could see his little body, his energy just shift in that moment, Aww. right? And so, and yeah. that's all of us, like going from I can't to I will, or I'm working on. From I can't afford to, it's not in the budget right now, but I'm gonna plan for it. And it's so, crazy to me how words just saying them out loud or writing them down 
can change everything. Yeah, the way you phrase things. Everything. Yeah. Well, I think even for Esbury, when we reframe on our walks, we always first go to like showing, expressing gratitude. Like we do. Okay, we just like vented for a bit. So what are we grateful for? Like that situation that I just vented about. What's like? What's the great things about it? And it is crazy how that shifts because. I'm sure some people are like, well, how do I reframe or like how sometimes you need to find that easy way, find what you're grateful for in that situation. Yeah. Because stuff that I bent about, there's a lot of great things about yes. it too. Like I'm just pinpointing the negative and I need to realize that like work isn't going to be perfect and parenting isn't going to be perfect and my relationship isn't going to be perfect. So what, what's this expectation I'm having? And so when I'm nitpicking, let's hold up. What are the amazing things about this? Like, where can I give it gratitude? That is, and gratitude is the antidote for anxiety, for all, you can't be feeling both at once. So when we shift right. into gratitude, we're immediately shifting our energy and immediately shifting our mindset. And it's so, it's so huge, that gratitude piece. It really is. You know, it's funny last night, Birdie, we always say prayer before dinner. And Birdie always likes to be the one she'll sometimes sing songs. She does all different things, but she totally was like eye rolling as she was doing it. Like, thank you for the, <laughs> and I'm like looking at her and I'm like, I'm gonna let her finish. And then I was like, you know what? We got to say prayer from the heart. And she's like, I don't even know how to do that. And mm -hmm. I'm like, all you have to do is say one thing you're grateful for, for today. Just think about it. One thing that we did today, because I thought we had a fun day that you're grateful for she say dodo? No. No. <laughs> but she did. She, it was nice to see her stop and like she was thinking and it was like going on a walk with mama. We went on this like long fun walk and just seeing her energy shift from there from eye rolling. I don't even know why she was eye rolling. Mm -hmm. And because she volunteered to pray. She didn't mm -hmm. have to. <laughs> to see her like stop and take a moment and think about her day and like the beautiful day we had. And then when she expressed it, her face changed. Everything changed. Smile on her face. And then she started wanting to talk about so much stuff. And it, it just was so great. And she's six, right? So you think as like adults, we do that. But yeah, I was just like, oh, no, we're not doing, we're not going to eat after doing an eye roll of singing grace. <laughs> I'm like, we got to change this. Oh, I love that. Yes, it's huge. And that reminds me too of this, I love to live by this, of we're given a miracle every day. We just have to find it in the day. So mm. our job is just to look oh. for it and find it, right? And so just if we start looking at life that way and looking for it, we find it. And we find so many more than one in every day. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I agree with you. I'm feeling that way with Mateo and I being super sick when it was like hitting golden hour and I knew like people weren't like out, like, well, no people were about, but like not for Teo and I, I was like, we're going to go on a walk. And I just seen all the flowers in bloom oh. right now and the vineyard mm. so green and here in NorCal, like we still have crisp mornings and crisp evenings. And I was just like, my soul always, I could feel my soul smiling so big. Like I'm always like, I feel so happy. And like Mateo last night, then another thing that he's talking a lot more, which it's cute because he's telling me more of the things he doesn't want that I'll give him. But I'm like, I love this. But he was looking at me and because he and I, since we both have been really sick, we were just like koala bears, like just 
like this the whole time. Um, and he was looking at me and I was like looking at him and he goes, mommy, I'm so happy. And even though he had like 102 fever, but like, I think he's just so happy that he was gotten to be like attached with me for like, you know, and just maybe you just love that moment. But, um, that's cute. I always look at those little things as such miracles or like, I, I found them a lot in nature. I feel like as a yeah. late, like certain things happen in nature, like you too will love this. And this mm-hmm. may sound silly for some, but I was like really bummed out because I felt like the lavender that we planted was just not going to grow. Like I saw lavender everywhere because especially right now it's just lavenders everywhere. And the lavender home was not blooming. And I'm like, oh, that's such a bummer. I even called pest control. I'm like, did you spray something? Like why bees don't want to come? Like, is there something going on? They're like, no. When I went away to Texas to visit my Nana, I came back. The lavender was all in full bloom and the bees were like working away. And I don't know why. I just like. It's a miracle. (laughs) Yes. It's a miracle. I was just like, oh my gosh. Right when I was like thinking we had not great lavender, like something was wrong with the plants and we're going to have to replant. And they are gorgeous. Like bright bright purple the bees are still working away they like dodged at me yesterday for walking by it <laughs> you know, so nice oh, yeah. you can get, like when they're working and i'm like i'm not gonna bother you <laughs> no it's true you guys bees are such such good signs so always look at oh, the symbolism really? yes always look at the symbolism of and they and it, it's true we get miracles in nature all the time i'll tell you guys one of my favorite stories i was trying to decide whether to take action on something or not. And somebody had said, a coach of mine said, said, you need to just wait, wait. And I was not sure if I should wait. I was really just confused. And so I was asking for signs and it's really important that we ask for the miracles and we ask for the signs too. And I was asking like, what do I wait? Or do I just give me some kind of sign? And I'm on a walk in the middle of the day and I turn the corner and in out of the bushes comes a possum in the middle of the day. Oh, wow. <laughs> Possums are nocturnal. They're only out at night, right? And so sadly, it must have been injured or something must have been, you know, and I was like, oh, I hope you didn't injure it for me. But, <laughs> but it came and what's the possum message? Freeze. Pause. Oh, right. Yeah. And so it was it I was and it was that. right after I asked. It was so clear. And it was the right thing to do in the end. And so nature is one of the best ways that the universe, God, you know, our souls communicate with us. And also people like, you know, we get, we get messages through people when we have the right alignment in our lives, we're going to also get messages through people, right. And, and things. And so, yeah, but nature is one of my favorite ways to see the miracles and connect. I agree. It feels the most profound. It's it's pretty incredible. Yeah, and also when we talk about grounding, like the grounding, I quit grounding we did in the beginning. When I talk about grounding, we're moving into our bodies and and that's grounding in itself. The breath is grounding, but the best way we can ground is to make contact with the earth in some way. 
with our physical bodies. And so there was someone that said uh, that the rubber sole shoe was the worst thing that could ever have happened to mankind because it disconnected us from the earth. And so we more than ever now need to be having that connection with earth to be grounding ourselves. And we should always, we should ground ourselves every single day, if not all day long. Right. But that is so important. That connection to nature is one of the best ways we can get grounded And they say like putting our hands in the soil and you guys are experiencing this now with how much gardening you're doing, putting our hands in the soil increases our serotonin levels, but like 70% or something crazy, right? Just by putting our hands in the soil. And so all of these things are important and all of these things are important as creators to really start doing for ourselves because it is our responsibility also to take care of ourselves. Yes. I so agree, Carrie and not be drained. I I always like to look at it like a a mug, a cup, right? And we're either giving from the overflow. So we're filling our own cup and giving from the overflow, which is such a beautiful way to give and such a beautiful way for others to receive from us. Or we're trying to fill it up, but there's cracks on the bottom and everything's just leaking. It's just leaks right? And we're just giving from the leaks and we can never quite get our cup full. And so that's why it's so important that we really start to consciously become aware of what's working for us and what's not. It's that whole put your oxygen mask on first. And when we do, we can really be in so much more service to others and in our lives and our light can really start to shine because we're protecting it. We're, we're making, we're making sure it's bright and shiny and taken care of. Right. And that's our responsibility. No one else's. Gosh, amen to that. Yeah. And what's even more exciting about this is there's two more levels we can keep going up from here. Um, so, you know, I'll, we'll get into those in some future episodes. But from this creator place, it's where we want to start manifesting and looking at what do we want to call into our lives? What do we want to consciously create? And it's this awareness of it right first. And then it's the action we start taking. And, And I've seen you guys really do that. And I actually like to, I like to call the creator on the top of that triangle co-creator, because I always believe that we are creating with the universe with even if it's with our own souls or our own intuition it's a co-creation when i think of it that way it just feels so much different and and more and not again not alone right <laughs> and it's so supported and and collaborating all the time with this energy and yeah so and you guys have i've seen you guys start to take really truly take action sometimes really difficult action to move into what you're here to do yep we really have. And I, I'm so excited for the next episode because that's when we're going to start to get into manifestation. And now that everyone knows these triangles to take that next step. Yes. And like you said, now we're aware. Now it's time to co-create with whoever, you know, I, Nikki and I are very big on universe and God and with our souls, everything. So we get to take you down how Nikki and I do that with Carrie next week on the podcast, which is going to be so much fun. When yes. you do the work, you become aware, then you get to start to have some fun. Yes. And I can't, so much fun. I'll be nice. And I have some really good questions that I would love for people at home listening to answer, or you can call in about. 
but I'll tell this story really quickly. I had a client that when we went through these triangles, she realized, oh my gosh, she'd been complaining and venting about her ex-relationship, her ex-boyfriend so much. And everything in her life felt like it was ruined because of him, right? And she went in this in this one session from saying to him, fuck you, to saying yeah. to him, thank you. So I always like wow. to say we can go from fuck you to thank you with every person, situation, or job, or whatever it was that we think brought us down. We can go from fuck you to thank you. And when we go into that, it's like, thank you. And it's true. And I actually love to do it from love. Like, thank you so much for the growth this brought me, for the lesson this brought me. And so for listeners at home, just to think about where are some places in your life that you can go from F you to thank you. And also to think about if you are in victim or you are in rescuer mode, what's the payoff? What are you getting out of it? If you're a victim, maybe it's, I don't have to change. I don't have to do, I don't have to do the work it takes to change, or I don't have to leave this job or relationship that feels really familiar to me. So think about what do I get? What do I get out of this? And what do I get to avoid? It's really good for us to reflect on that. If we're in, if we find ourselves stuck in victim And then moving into creator, moving into thank you, holding something in your mind that you've been complaining about. And I always like to say, we want to put these two words in front of every complaint, which is I'm choosing, right? So we go from, I, you know, my boss is terrible and my work, my job is so hard. I'm working these long hours to I'm choosing every single day to go to a job where I don't have a great relationship with my boss and the hours are really long. And I'm choosing this because right now it's helping me financially to move toward what I want to create in my life, move toward that next step. So for us to start bringing, I'm choose choice into it, right? So think about something that you're complaining about and start putting, I'm choosing in front of it and start looking at also these situations that you feel are causing you pain or stress and how are they offering you wisdom? What if you viewed them as one of your greatest teachers? What are they teaching you? How are they pushing you into the next phase of your life and your transformation? It's not here for no reason. That's amazing, Carrie. So to all our listeners, take those questions that she just asked and really think about it and try to find those answers and either call in if you need to ask Carrie anything on our hotline 833-GARCIA2 or take those answers for next week's episode when then we start our manifestation because when you have those answers, it's going to help so much. But if you do have any feedback or you want Carrie to answer any questions, please call our hotline 833-GARCIA2. We also have seen all your questions on social media, so we will get to them next week. If not, we might do something really fun on social media where maybe we do like a live Q&A on um, the Instagrams and we can start to answer. But um, we hope you got so much out of today and, you know, Carrie, you can see 
why you've seen the shift in Nikki and I. And so um, I know we said this last week, but Carrie, we're so honored that you're on here just sharing your wisdom and your love. And Nikki, I'm so grateful that you're so open to this and sharing your process with all the listeners because it is May, it is mental health awareness month. And we just want to help anyone who feels alone because you're not alone. We've all been through something big or small We're we're all going through it. Like Carrie said, we are spiritual life, living a human life. Is that (laughs) it, Carrie? Yes. We are all (laughs) spiritual beings having a human experience. Yeah. It's our souls just living out this crazy life together. And we're all put in this big mix to really, yeah, learn and help each other grow. And I'm so grateful to you both. Yes. And so Brie, thank you. All this gratitude. I'm grateful for you guys and you guys sharing and asking me to come on and share your journey and our journey together. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you all. And thank you listeners. And if you want more Carrie, check her out um, on Instagram at the Carrie Rose, and it's C A R I R O S C. And you can also check her at CarrieRose.com. If you're loving the series and you want to take things a step further and join Carrie's Awaken Your Intuition program, go to intuition.carryrose.com. You'll get 15% off when you enter the code Garcia15. Yay. Thank okay, you, until ladies. next week, write in those journals. <laughs> okay. okay, we love you guys. Yes. Have a great week. <laughs>